Father, we want to see your hand. Father, do something you've never done before. Surprise us, God. Apostle and Prophet Chris Ward, is the Voice of Dominion broadcast. We're looking for you to blow our mind with all that you are, all that you have, and all that you can do. Uh, looking at this, the current situation, somebody said, why are you talking about the current situation? Because I'm here to give you hope and a belief in God, and you're going to have to do what you need to do to press into the secret place of the Most High. David talked about pressing into the secret place of the Most High to abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Uh, I'm, we're going to start in John chapter 6. I'm going to get right into the scripture, but let me give some statistics. Right now, there was over a million new cases, okay, of COVID that uh, were discovered yesterday, okay, this week. And it's Friday. The week is not over. I don't know when they started to count, but over a million new cases. There's been over 17 million cases of COVID, okay, Um this year since March, okay, so we're not even at a full year. Um, there's been 1.7 million here in the state of California, okay? Now, the deaths are minuscule, but 10% of all the new cases I'm in California have been discovered here in this state. Now, obviously, it's a vast state. It has a, a huge population. It has a huge geographical uh, range of where people live at and, and all that, but pretty much— um, the disease is going unchecked because people refuse to do what they need to do, okay, to protect themselves and their families, okay? But your number one protection is Jesus Christ. Your number one protection is Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection, <coughs> excuse me, the benefit package that he left us, which is divine health, healing, and restoration, which is abundance, increase, prosperity, wealth, and riches, okay, beyond our wildest imagination, and wisdom. And wisdom is what we want to talk about today because wisdom and money go together, and we started those in our last two shows. But I was just, we're we talking about the ministry, self-ministry of managing your own life, okay, the self-ministry of managing your own life, the ministry of reconciliation that you have, one, to Jesus Christ, and two, to other people in the world. Uh, start off reading in John chapter 6 for me. My assistant is here with her. 6-1? Yes. John 6-1. After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is, in, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles which he did on them that were diseased. Okay, so we're talking about a pandemic now, okay, where disease is running unchecked. It just came out with a vaccine, and as as I looked at the Bloomberg, it was red all across the board. Now, they had great hopes that when we have three vaccines, two vaccines have already been approved, and they got another three or four companies that's coming with a vaccine. They all operate a little differently, and it's a chem it's a it's a genetically modified um, um, cell that they've created that they want to inject you with and all that. And I want to inject you with a genetic, genetically modified cell called Jesus Christ. 
Jesus Christ came in his earthly body, okay, and through that, through his death, burial, and resurrection and the remission of sins that came out of that, we have a vaccine already. You have the right to believe God. And somebody was asking me about, what do you I said, I'm immune to that. I'm immune. Somebody said, well, you just coughed a few minutes ago. Yeah, because it's, you know, I work out in my garage. It's cold. It's been cold here in the wintertime. Uh, I was born and left to die in the streets with pneumonia 65 years ago. I just celebrated my 65th anniversary. But in 30 years of full-time ministry, I have never been sick to the place where I could not. When I say sick, you're going to get attacked with some stuff. You're going to have an opportunity to succumb to it, okay? But through the speaking of the word and believing Jesus Christ's death, burial, and resurrection and his real salvation package, I have never missed a ministry function. I have never missed an appointment that just one I remember. I was supposed to go somewhere and do something, and I was pressed with some circumstances, and you're going to be pressed sometimes. Okay, but you have a Savior, and his name is Jesus Christ. All right, so it says, in verse 2, it says, And a great multitude followed him because they saw the miracles which he did on them that were diseased. And Jesus went up into a mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. So people were following Jesus for the signs, miracles, and wonders. And this is a living testimony that the, the word, the name, the blood, the remission of sins will arrest disease. And if your faith is in the right place, it will never have an opportunity to, to take you down. Oh, you're going to have opportunities to be sick. You're going to have opportunities to be broke. You're going to have opportunities in situations where you don't know what to do. But Jesus is ever present. Read verse 3 for me. Verse 3, and Jesus went up into the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was nigh. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he said unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. He knew what he would do. Now, in these first five or six scriptures here, you see two miracles, deliverance from disease and deliverance from poverty. I was looking at... uh, you know, this this whole uh, coronavirus thing came out of China. And right now, in, in eight months, they've lost 81 million jobs. 81 million people in China, the most populated area of the, uh, of the globe, lost 81 million jobs. Okay? They're expecting in the next month, before we get to... F- February, another 21 million, over 105 to 110 million jobs have lost in China. Well, somebody said, well, good for them. Well, that's one way of looking at it. They per- perpetrated this thing. This thing came up out of there and everything. But it's it's now worldwide, and God allowed it because God needs to show himself strong. He wants to show you that, guess what, he can deliver you. From coronavirus, from SARS, from pneumonia, from cold, from sickness, from whatever. Okay? He wants to show you that he can deliver you from poverty. And this is a financial miracle that he's getting ready to work here. It says, when Jesus was lifted up his eyes and saw the great company come unto him, he said unto Philip, When shall we buy bread that these may eat? Jesus is concerned. (coughs) Should have got me a throat lodgings. With you being able to eat. 
they're saying now that 50% of the people who volunteered or worked for food banks now have to take food from the food bank just to get fed. These people are people who were using their time, their energy, and their money to get to these food banks and distribute food to people who were needy. Now they're needy. And what is what is the key here? I'm going to give you some keys to destroy sickness and disease and to destroy poverty. Okay? One of them is faith. you got to have faith in God. It says here, and this he said unto said to prove him for he himself knew what he would do. Jesus knew, knows he can take care of you. He knows that if you have faith in him, you believe in him, you love him, you congregate under him. See, the disciples were already there. So they are, you never record any time in that Bible when the disciples, and it was 120 of them, not just the 12, when they were hungry, when they were sick, find it for me. Peter, James, and John, find it for me when Jesus was sick. Matthew, the other disciples, find it one time when they were sick or they were hungry and they couldn't eat because they had given their lives to the service of Jesus Christ and therefore they had been branded, they had been tattooed, okay, with the power of God from the inside out. Read verse 7 for me. Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for the, for them, that every one of them may take a little. Okay, so they were in a shortage, they were in a shortage area. They were in a pandemic. There was sickness and disease. And then, then, then he entered into a situation where there was not enough food to feed the people that were on hand. This earth will produce enough food for everybody and housing for everybody on the face of the earth. The Lord would have, when he created the earth, when he recreated the earth and told Adam, be fruitful and multiply and have authority over every living thing, it says. Genesis 1, 26 through 28, over every living thing, including over the systems of this world, and he sinned and gave it away. That's the problem. You have the people who have all the resources are not working for the Lord. Jesus was working for the Father God. He was down here fulfilling his mission, which was to raise up a remnant of people who would be branded, who would be sealed, who would be tattooed, who would be marked with his presence, with his power, with his word. Oh, hallelujah. I feel my, I feel my, I feel my Cheerios. Read verse eight for me. Verse eight. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother said unto him, there is a lad here, which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among so many? Okay. And that's what people look at. What are they? What, all this, all this disease and all this. And see, it's the, the, the number of people who have contracted, COVID-19 in this country is less than, is right at 5%. Only one in 20. And if you listen to the news all the time and all these statistics, they will tell you that half the population done died. 320 million people, they will tell you that 175 million people is dead. That's what you'll come out of these news reports with. Because they move people who are moved by fear. I'm not moved by it. I don't care. Am I using wisdom? Yes, I can't. I, I, when I go out, I wrap up. 
when I go to the grocery store, I take a towel. I do not handle, okay, the baskets on, with my naked hands. I do not. I have a mask on. I wear glasses, okay, and I have a face covering that covers my ears because the ears, the eyes, the nose, and the mouth are where 90% of all, matter of fact, unless you have a cut or some kind of break in the skin somewhere, that's where almost 100% of all infections enter your body. I got me a face mask. One it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a face cover that goes around my ears and my neck and all of that. And when I go out, I have stuff up over my neck. And it's just wisdom. If everybody would do that, we wouldn't have a problem, but they're not going to do it because they're moved by fear. And you must have faith. Go ahead and read verse uh where are we at? Verse 10. Verse 10. And Jesus said, "Make the men sit down." Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down in the number of about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples of the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes as much as they would. Okay, stop right there. I was talking to a friend on the phone the other day, and they have a human resources and, and business uh, advisory where they deal with uh Corporate problems, drugs, and 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 the atmosphere of the offices and all this. And she told me that their the first month they have fourteen different clients cancel. Okay, because the people couldn't come to work, they were going to be isolated, and they canceled everything. Their finances dropped out the bottom. They went from doing very well to not doing at all. And I said, well, what did you do? She said, well, I, 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 I prayed and I took it by faith to God and me and my husband prayed and we took it by faith to God and we said, look, Lord, you put us in this house that we in. See, first of all, she was in the location where she was supposed to be. You chose this house, this neighborhood, this business that we have, you gave it to us and we cast all the care of it over on you. For our substance, we are not going to starve. We're not going to get evicted. And right in the middle of that, her landlord was trying to raise the rent. In April, he was trying, they had a lease, it expired, and he was trying to raise the rent right in the middle of the heart of the pandemic. And she, I said, well, what did you do? Did you pay the extra rent? She said, no, I fought it off by faith. They kept sending me these letters saying that I owed them some more money, and I kept re- reducing, I kept rebuking it, and kept resisting it. And eventually, they stopped sending the letters, and they received the rent as it was. Oh, hallelujah! What were they resist? What was she resisting with? The word of God, prayer, and faith. See, prayer and faith in God changes things. It says here in verse 11, that Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, see, that's the other thing. And she said, we remained in gratitude, and we just thank God for our house and for the reconciliation of our business. And pretty soon it picked up. They started. And she said, you know what, Chris, it's even, Apostle Chris Ward, it's even better than it was then because my husband could see he used to have to travel all these countries. and They put on all these seminars and stuff, and the, com- and the companies were under contract to pay him. Now he's doing that and getting his money from home. Oh! And she, they work together as a team because she's a human resource specialist, always has been. 
helping people find jobs and working with the people that are employed at certain companies. And then, and they started to come. And she said, it's even better because my husband don't have to travel. He don't have to get on the planes and all that during this time. And he was doing it for a while, but then guess what? It dropped out. And she said, we right back to where we was at. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And Jesus took the loaves. And when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples. That's the other thing she said to me to stay with me. She said, Chris, we kept up our giving to the church. We kept up our giving right through our tithes and offerings. Even when every income was reduced to nothing. Listen, you can give a tithe of a dollar. Just give the 10, 10 cents. And God going to take care of the rest of it. And he, the Bible says he distributed to the disciples and the disciples to them that were set down and likewise of the fishes as much as they would. Read verse 12 for me. When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. That's the other thing. Now, we, when we look at life management, Jesus could have just left the scene and left all that food on the table, because, you know, it says that his disciples became distributors, okay? So that means they, they have a benevolent heart enough to assist the will of God, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, God in a body here in this earth to distribute. They were distributors. It says, therefore, they gathered together, verse 13, them and fill 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Oh, he was a, he was a good money man. He was a good substance manager. And that's oh man, right? You got 30 million people here that are over $30,000 in debt. And those 30 million people don't even own a house. They rent what you been doing with your money? You're not giving it to the Lord because the statistics I have is only one to five percent of the people give a complete tenth to the Lord. All the time, one to five. And it's probably closer to one percent, because when you look at the biblical examples of when when whenever there was a, a, a depression or a, a, a we call them recession. OK, but whenever there was a drought in the Bible of physical food, water, or whatever, it was always a setup for the distributors to come forth and be wealthy. They're, they're God's kingdom bankers. I'm a kingdom banker. Me and my wife give away money, man, lots of it, over half of what comes to us. Hello, good morning. It says, therefore, they gathered them together and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. So some, some, somebody went home with some groceries. Not only did they eat to the full, it's estimated that this miracle here, you know, is over 20,000 people because it talks about men. Okay. If you look at the other occasions, it talks about men. It says here in verse 14, read it for me. Then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, this is of the truth, that prophet that should come unto the world. Okay, so he proved them. He proved himself. And you have to, as I've stated, this, this came to me as I, was, as I was preparing to come over here. You have to be sealed. You have to be tattooed. You have to be branded with the word of God. 
you got to spend time recreating your soul from the inside out. You must do it. Otherwise, you're going to see, and I'm going to take you to John 6.63 before we get to the end of this. Oh, I'm at 20 minutes already. My God, my God. Read verse 15 for me. When Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him a king, he departed again unto a mountain himself alone. Okay, now stop right here. You have all these preachers that want to be high and lifted up. Me, I'm humble. I could care less. I, I'm already a king and a priest. Jesus was already a king and a priest. He knew what position he had when he came here. I do not need to be recognized by men. Okay. I could care less if you don't give me no awards. I could care less, if, quite frankly, if you don't give me no money because you don't like what I'm preaching. Because my money is decided, the flows of money that I have from the harvest of over a million dollars that me and my wife gave away, it's coming back now. It's harvest time. So you don't have to participate, but you need to listen because I'm teaching you biblical principles. And in the next seven years, you're going to need them to eat and to evade this disease Sickness, disease, and infirmity, not to mention sudden death. Oh, my God. We, dealt, we, we went to Malachi 3 last week, and he talks about he shall rebuke the devourer. One of those protections for giving your tenth is the onset of death. From disease, from sickness, from falling down the stairs, from getting hit by a car, from getting shot at the ATM. God will deliver you. He has to. If he's not going to take care of the people that's taking care of his business, guess what? The kingdom of God is void. Read on, my, my great sister. Mm -hmm. And when even was was now come, this his disciples went down into the sea and entered into a ship and went over the sea toward Capernaum. And it was now dark, and Jesus was not come to them. Okay, so... You, you, this is a dark time, and it's a lot of people wondering where God is at in this equation. They want to know where is God at? What is he doing? God didn't bring the pandemic, but he allowed it because he wanted your faith to be, he wanted to find out who was going to be sealed, who was going to be tattooed, who was going to be branded, who was going to be, 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 uh, absolutely inundated with his presence. It says here, and he entered into a ship. It says, when Jesus, verse 15, therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him a king, he departed again into the mountain himself alone. You got to get some long time. And when evening was now come, his disciples went down unto the sea. They went looking for him. So you got to be looking for Jesus. You got to have faith in Jesus. No matter what the situation. And entered into a ship and went over into the sea toward the Capernaum. And it was now dark. And Jesus was not come to them. This is a dark time that we live in. And the sea arose by reason of the great wind that blew. So when they had rowed about five and 20, 30 furlongs, they see Jesus walking on the sea and drawing nigh unto the ship. And they were afraid. Well, they was afraid before that happened. They was afraid. And fear is the is the opposite of faith 
This is Apostle and Prophet Chris Ward. This is the Voice of Dominion broadcast. These broadcasts, if you listen to it on KTYM, go to Anchor FM, anchor.fm slash Voice of Dominion. You will, all these pro, are there. You can get them there. Okay, you can listen to them. You can write me at Ward International, P.O. Box 1365, Inglewood, California. You can call me at 424-261-3208. You can go to G-A-M-N dot L-I-F-E. G-A-M-N dot L-I-F-E. That's Global Apostolic Ministerial Network website. And hit slash donations and give us a donation. I guarantee you that if you give me anything, your finances will exponentially increase immediately. If you've never received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, now's your time. Repeat after me. Say, Father, I believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And I receive him as Lord and Savior. And he's going to blow your mind. This is Apostle Prophet Chris Ward. This is the voice of the many.